Good morning, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> this is Brother Leonard. God bless you. Man, I tell you what, I'm grateful that God has a uh, plan for my life. He has a plan for your life. He woke you up this morning, and so he yet has purpose for you. And that's a good thing. God bless you. I tell you, the Lord has been good in spite of all the craziness and and all the tragedies and the things that's happening around us. God has been blessing us um, tremendously. And I tell you, today, just, you need to make room for God in your life. You know, sometimes I, I wonder, how much do we include God in our lives? Have you thought about that? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for what you're doing and what you're going to do today. Thank you for blessing your word. God, making it meaningful. Lord, anoint our ears to hear, God, the things that we need um, in our souls and our spirits today. Lord, you touch us right now. Bless this word. Bless me to speak it. Lord, and, and just bless your people right now. God, you see the needs they have. You see the things they're going through every single day. They stand up and they face the same things. And some, many of them are facing um, challenges that, that you know, they, they just haven't overcome yet. Lord, it's still staring them in the face. Situations still staring them in the face. Sicknesses, diseases still staring them in the face. After all these years, those things are still there. So, Father, we pray. We pray for deliverance. We pray for healing. We pray for answers. And we thank you for your word this day, the word of God. That's a two-edged sword. Thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, have you taken time to inventory your life and to look at where does God fit in? Think about it. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know that God is with us and he's blessing us and he's doing all these things, right? But do we really make time for him? And I'm going to tell you that for me, uh, sometimes I know I'm guilty of it. You know, where, yes, God is there. Yes, I believe God. and But I don't know that I make the time I need to for him. You know, um, there's a song that was made many years ago many, many years ago, and by Larnell Harris, and it's called, I Miss My Time With You, those moments together, and uh, he says, I think in that song, I want to be with you each day, and it hurts me when you say, you're too busy, busy trying to serve me, but how can you serve me when your spirit is empty? So I think about that. You know, we say that that God is the center of our lives or Jesus is the center of our lives. And and but do we show that? Do we walk in that? Is is Jesus really the center of our lives? He may very well be a small part or a part here and there. But are we giving him the place that he's so uh, desperately desires in our lives so that he can make our lives work for us. And it's not that he needs to be there to be there, but we benefit when Jesus is the center of our joy, 
when he's the center of our universe, when he's the center of everything we do. Here's what you got to remember. If Jesus is not the foundation, then all other foundations are sinking sand. So it doesn't matter what you put up under you. If it's not Christ, it's sinking sand. And so we need to look at our lives to see, God, where do you fit in? The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. So God clearly knows the formula, and he's trying to give it to us. We worry so much about the things we need, and he clearly said, you know, take no thought of all these things, the things you should wear, the things you should eat. He said, for your heavenly father will supply that because he knows what you need. But we do. We take more thought with the things that we have to deal with every single day a lot of times than we do our relationship or our fellowship with God. And we don't spend the time that we need to spend. And I think we all need to come to him and repent for that because we just don't. You know, and, and, and we've gotten busy. It's, it's If you look around us, it's a whole lot of things to keep you busy, to keep you occupied. We do a lot of binge watching and Netflix and all these other shows. And, you know, but how much of that time do we spend with God? You know, we say we want to see the miracle power of God, but you're not going to see that when you give him, you know, very little time in a 24-hour period. You know, it all comes down to practicing the presence of God. And so that comes down to really spending time with God, you know, making a concerted effort to carve out the time that you need to spend. And really, you know, the best time is in the morning when you get up. You know why? Because you invite God into your circumstances, into your situations, the things you're going through. You want God to be a part of that. You want him to be like the center of that like all up in your mess. <laughs> you want him all up in your mess to help you. Man, ain't nothing like having God in the middle of it because he, he knows, first of all, he knows the trials and the tribulations that you're facing. Nothing that you will ever face will ever surprise God. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows what's coming your way. He knows what's what you're in the middle of right now. And so just understand that your heavenly father loves you. He's there for you. That's what he does. He loves you so much. And yet, you know, do we really reciprocate that to think that Jesus paid such a heavy price? Do we really make him Lord of all or just of a few things? You know, yes, Jesus is my Lord and my savior. But is he my Lord of everything or is he just my Lord of uh, the things that are convenient to me? You know, some things. And that's what we need to look at. Do we really put God first? You know, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understandings, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. So if we make God first in our lives, we can look for some serious fruits to abound from that. You know, knowing that God is the center of our lives. You know, a long time ago, yes, back in, the, I guess, 80s or so, you know, he made he made a song. Jesus is the center of my joy. And uh, 
the thing is, is Jesus the center of your joy? Is Jesus the center of all that you know? You know, we have to look at that. Is Jesus truly the center of my joy? And so the song was really beautiful. And Google that sometimes. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. Because those are the kinds of songs that really, you know, we, we, we sing and we hear. The question is, though, do we actually live that? You know, and uh, if you listen to the lyrics of that song, um, the words of that song is just, oh my goodness. Um, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. And he says that uh, you're the heart of my contentment, hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. You are why I find pleasure in the simple things in life. Um, he says that I think you're the music. Um, I can't remember all the words, but it's such a beautiful song. You should just Google it because I'm going to mess it all up. <laughs> so anyway, just think about that. So do we make Jesus the center of our lives? And is he really the center of our joy? You know, a lot of marriages fail in churches because Christians fail to make Jesus the center of their joy. Yeah, they're saved. They, you know, they say they trust God and all these other things. But the problem is, if you don't trust him with your marriage, it's doomed to fail. If you trust your intellect or what Dr. Phil said or some other doctor, and you don't trust what the Bible says, then you're going to be in trouble. You know, because the truth is, God's word will establish everything we need to do in a marriage. It's very clear, you know, and the Holy Spirit will teach us the things that we need to know. You know, I tell you, I remember um, when I got married, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I had no idea about what it meant to be a husband like I had no examples no one in my immediate family uh, at the time had been married any significant length of time now I got cousins that we all went to high school together and a couple of friends and you know we're we've all been married now for a long long time you know so uh, the Lord say the same in September I'll be celebrating my 40th wedding anniversary. So I've been married a long time. But you know what? I didn't know how to be a husband. God put me in situations where I could see marriages. You know, my pastor, his marriage, some, some of the people in church, they were married. And, and so we were a young couple and we didn't know anything. We just got saved. And boy, uh, we had spent four, four or five years in turmoil because we just couldn't figure it out. And we were almost to the point where we were ready to split because uh, just didn't know how to be married, didn't know how to be a husband. And so God helped us through all that. He placed us to see really good couples and 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 he helped us in our lives. And we were trying to seek him first and 
and he was busy helping us with our marriage and put us on a solid ground. He enabled us to be able to stay married and to stay dedicated uh, to each other all these years. And it hadn't been easy. Um, there are part, parts of it where it's been difficult, you know, but it's like anything else, you know, God gives us the grace uh, necessary for us to be successful in life. And so I remember that. And so I'm grateful to him, you know, that he blessed me to be able uh, to be married that long. He gave me the life, you know, to be able um, to, to, to really live that long and, and to enjoy, enjoy my marriage. And I thank him every day, you know, for being so good to me. And so um, the biggest thing is just making him, number one, the center of everything that you do. And really, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Making God the center of everything. If you do that, brothers and sisters, you're going to be blessed. And just inventory your life and just see how much time do we really give to God? Think about it. How much time do we really give to God? And that's what we need to that's what we need to look at. How much time do we really give to God? And, you know, if it's not much, then we need to make the adjustments. And we need to start our day out with him. I don't think we need to wait till we get in the middle of the day to uh you know, to acknowledge God or to ask God into our day. I try to ask the Holy Spirit every morning for the wisdom for this day and direction and guidance. And I think that that works, you know, when you when you do it in the morning. David, he sought the Lord every morning and sometimes, you know, three times a day uh, or however many times he did. You know, it's OK to spend time with God, to have him in your thoughts, even as you're working, you know, to be thinking about him. That's really when it's effective. You seek him early and often and keep him in your mind and your heart all day long. And boy, that's when it's effective. Brothers and sisters, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can't experience anything I've talked about. Um, it's not going to do you any good because it's going to be foreign to you and it's not going to make much sense. So if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. Say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Right now, in Jesus' name. And I repent of my sins. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, you're a child of God. So get into a good Bible-believing church. If you got a cell phone, download you some good Bible apps. If not, you can go to a Christian bookstore and buy you a Bible. Get a good Bible and start studying about this God that we've been talking to you about. And about the sacrifice of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, God bless you, brothers and sisters, and until next time, y'all have an incredibly blessed day.
May God keep you and bless you today. Amen.